I was singing. I was singing my scream song. It's podcast time. Group all group of friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. Hey, it's me, Amy. And hey, it's me, Matt. And we're here to talk about Adventure Time all the way from the beginning. To all the words. <laughs> We're starting from episode one and getting all the way to the end. Yeah, we are. So how you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I am well. Just keeping it real. Awesome. How was your day? It was good. Mostly good. But yeah, I like it. It was a good day. We good. had Mexican food. And that yes, is my favorite. We are sluggish with Mexican food. You know those free chippies? They just get you every time. Yep, filling up on them before the meal. I know. So not much as far as Adventure Time news goes. And we are going to be getting into a classic episode today. The first appearance of Marceline the Vampire Queen. What? Yep. Olivia Olsen. So I only realized a little while ago that uh, I knew Olivia Olsen before the Adventure Time days from the movie Love Actually. She plays the love interest of Freddie Highmore's character. So is she... Is she, um, wait, Freddie Highmore? Like, Freddie Highmore from The Good Doctor? Yeah. And, huh. Yeah, he was like 12 in that movie. Huh. Yeah, All right. And so was she. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, she had a pretty much only singing role in that movie, and obviously that translated over into Adventure Time because she's got an awesome singing voice. She does a lot of singing. Yep. Marceline plays a, a bass guitar, right? Shaped like an axe. Oh, wait, I'm not sure she has the axe guitar yet. I don't know. I didn't notice in this episode. Anyway. So let's get on to the show. Season 1, episode 12, Evicted. Woo! All right. This episode was directed by Larry Leachleiter and Patrick McHale. Uh, written and storyboarded by Sean Jimenez and Bert Yun. It aired originally on May 17, 2010 and had 1.88 million viewers. <laughs> That seems about average for the show now. Yeah. Yeah. I think we see a lot of that. Um, I think there's a few episodes that ha- had a few more viewers, but generally speaking around that range is is what we're looking at. So I think um, also we want to start giving the IMBD rating, uh, which was an 8.3 out of 10. So pretty high. A lot of people like this episode. Yeah. This is the last episode to feature Adventure Time with Finn and Jake Presents in the title card. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, everyone after this uses Adventure Time Presents. Hmm, I wonder why they made the change. I don't know. Too long, I guess. Maybe. Maybe they just got lazy. Or maybe... (laughs) I don't know what that was, but... (laughs) Or maybe because they're introducing so many characters, they're like, don't want to limit it to... Just Finn and Jake? Yeah, good point. There are a lot of uh, non-Finn and Jake-centric episodes coming up. Yeah. When did they start doing that? What season? It got really heavy in the sixth season, but there are a bunch before that. Hmm, okay. So, the title card shows Finn holding a crying Jake out in the cold with a hand reaching out of the ground behind them. This is one of the few so far where I could see that playing into the episode. Absolutely. Although she's she's not a zombie, but she is undead. a vampire, so she's undead. So yeah, that, that totally makes sense. So the episode opens on the treehouse on a stormy night. Jake is telling Finn a scary vampire story by candlelight. While he's telling the story, 
he's lying on top of a rug that looks like a giant dead bat. Yeah, and for, so I didn't remember every aspect of this episode, so I was starting to think that the bat was going to transform into Marceline. But yeah, that would have been cool. And he's, like, using, like, graphic, like, punching, like, some sort of food that's, like, squishy and has, like, red blood. Or I think like, it's a donut, a jelly-filled donut. I think so. Or, like, a cake with jelly in the middle. Yeah. Ooh, sounds yeah. delicious. I don't know, like a giant Victorian? I don't know. Anyway, so Finn gets freaked out and asks if the story is really true. Jake says that he heard it from a reliable source and that the vampire haunts this very tree. Which really is true, which we find out later. Yeah. So with that, he creeps out of the room and he is, quote unquote, warbling anonymously. Ominously. Uh, anonymously, did that what I just said? <laughs> Warbling omnius, omnia. How do I say that? Ominously. Word? Ominously. Thanks. <laughs> Who knew how to speak? According to subtitles. Now, if you don't know this already, we watch all the shows with the subtitles on, so we don't miss uh, dialogue, and we're big fans of that. But with that comes some pretty funny stuff. Oh yeah, especially with the show because they really take some liberties. It's. A lot of fun to watch Adventure Time with Hulu subtitles. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, somebody clearly had fun with this. Yeah, I think so, too. So, Finn is left alone in the dark bedroom and is creeped out, creeped out, and is creeped out by every little noise he hears. I mean, we've all been there. We've heard, like, a scary story. We watched a scary movie. Case in point, I made Matthew, like, follow me to the bathroom and check inside the bathtub to make sure that Michael Myers wasn't in there when we watched the new Halloween. <laughs> you know, it's like you get freaked out so easily. Wasn't there another movie that we saw recently? I'm sure there was. That really freaked us out? I feel like there was something else. There was. We watched it here. Oh, that's oh, going to be crazy. Oh, House on Haunted Hill. The Haunting of Hill House. That one, By the yeah. way, on Netflix. Check it out. Pretty fun. It is good. The last two episodes are meh, but the rest of it's great. Yeah. Anyway, so he hears a worm crawling across his blanket, making some sort of, like, bullfrog sound. It's like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Can you do that again? It's <laughs> this little inchworm. Yeah. When he looks at it, the worm looks like it's trying to hypnotize him and goes... <laughs> this does come full circle around, which is... Kind of freaky deaky. Anyway, Finn throws a book, which, as we know, is the Enchiridion, and tries to get some sleep, saying, no interim's on the bed. But then he hears a tapping at the window, and at first it's just a tree branch, but then he sees a silhouette tapping its finger against the glass. When the lightning flashes, he sees a freaky deaky face. He screams and runs down to Jake in the kitchen. Man, we should have recorded this one before Halloween. Yeah, we were thinking that as we are watching it's like, dang it. Yeah, we missed it by just a week. This would have been great Halloween fodder. Yeah, actually, one week ago today. Yeah. And he's like, the vampire from the story is real. And Jake says, he made it up. And Finn says, you said you heard it from a reliable source. Jake is like, I made that up too. I was trying to scare you and it worked. But the window blows open and the lights go out. And Jake falls to the floor screaming. Finn says, it's just the wind, you scaredy cat. Jake says, I wasn't screaming, I was singing. I was singing my scream song. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I can't. That doesn't sound like a You scream. just sound like a woo girl. Woo! <laughs> 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 Sorry, I can't scream. <laughs> so that's really funny because, so when I was in junior high, I played in the band and I played the bassoon and we had, we were playing Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. 
for an upcoming presentation. And there is a point in the piece where there someone screams. And I remember because they had like one of the guys in the band was the screamer. <laughs> and I was like, shouldn't it be a girl? And the band teacher was like, fine, you want to try? And I totally did. And I made a complete fool of myself. Oh, no. I was like, I couldn't scream as good as him. And it was just, it was awful. Well, what did he scream like? I Like a scream, like a real, like how Jake screamed in the show. Woo! No, it was not a woo girl scream. It was really good. <laughs> and I was very gender biased in that point, in that I, I, I feel shame about that. <laughs> Up next on Amy's Confessions. <laughs> well, that's the scream story. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> but then they see what looks like a rolled up sleeping bag fall to the floor. And Finn points a flashlight up and they see a vampire looking down at them from the ceiling. So they fall back into their couch and she sits between them and she says, Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> I'm Marceline, the vampire queen. Why are you laughing at my voice? It's something really you have allergies. I do not. <laughs> Finn says, are you going to smash my skull and breathe my blood mist? That's one of the things that Jake says vampires do is breathe in their victim's blood mist. So she laughs and tells him to calm down. She explains that it's not the blood she drinks, but shades of red. But she also says that she doesn't like doing that. So I bet if she could drink blood, she would. Yeah, it does come back once or twice where she's desperate for something red and blood's the only thing around. Hmm, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, so what she does to demonstrate this is she pulls a strawberry out and she sucks the red out of the strawberry and turns it gray and then stuffs it into Finn's mouth. And he's like, mmm. This is delicious. So she floats over to her bag and she says she's exhausted from traveling the land of ooh. So I really think, I just want to go back to the sucking out of color. I think that's a really cool PG way of demonstrating a vampire's yeah. like stuff. Like it, it's just really fascinating. I'd never thought about that. Yeah, um, that's a cool take on it. Yeah, I like that. So Marceline is talking about some of the stuff that she's seen in ooh. Like she says, I've seen some stuff that would really make you guys go, like what? Finn says, like what? <laughs> she says she wrote on the backs of goldfish beasts and messed around in the fire kingdom, which then flashes to her hula hooping in a like screen of fire. Engulfed in flames, yeah. yeah. She then holds out some nuts in front of Finn and crushes them in her hand. And they turn into like these gummy looking guys that are dancing around. Um, one looks up at Finn and screams and spits some squid ink into his face. Jake thanks Marceline for not sucking their blood. And she says, you guys seem pretty cool too, but I'm pretty tired. So you should probably get going. Finn's like, oh, what? And she telepathically moves a picture frame from the wall, revealing an M for Marceline. So they've been squatting in her treehouse for years and didn't even know it. So she flies them out into the rain and pretty much says, eh, tough. So apparently in the land of Ooh, there's no such thing as squatter's rights. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be in some serious legal trouble here in the real world. I know, right? Dun, dun, dun. Finn isn't having it and calls up to Marceline, challenging her to a fight. This is where we see that Jake is deathly afraid of vampires. Usually he's at Finn's side for any fight. But here he's like, dude, if half the stories I've heard and or makeup are true, vampires will kill you. And meanwhile, Marceline is observed throwing their belongings down at them and laughing. She laughs a lot at them yeah, in this episode. She does a lot of laughing. Finn still wants to reclaim their home, but Jake is getting excited about the idea of house hunting. 
which I think is him sh- just masking the fact that he's terrified of Marceline. Yeah, it was really weird how excited he was about house hunting. He made it sound like the best thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> nobody enjoys that. Well, I most know. people don't enjoy house hunting. If you've ever tried to find like even an apartment or a house that's just like the right thing, it's the worst. Yeah, it is. Moving sucks. Moving does suck. We've done it too many times. So much. I hate it. So he tells Finn it's a blast, and he's stretching over him to keep him to keep the rain off of Finn. And Finn says, "You always know what to say, Jake." And Jake's like, "Blobby blue blah blobbity blue blue." <laughs> and so it's decided they're going to look for a new home. And Jake says, "Things are going to start going our way." And immediately the clouds clear up, and it, it's just suddenly midday. He's like, "See what did I tell you?" Everything's turning up Millhouse. <laughs> Everything's turning up Millhouse. So then it starts to go into a montage of Finn and Jake house hunting, and we get this amazing song narrated by... Pendleton Ward. The first place they check out is this tiny house. Okay, so so what the heck is up with them trying to put their feet in small crevices? So, like, Finn tries to put his foot in a birdhouse? Yeah. What? And then later Jake does that with a beehive? What is... I guess it's what? a cozy-looking beehive. I don't even understand. I can see Jake's, like, shrinking down, but Finn... I mean, Go home, Finn. You're drunk. <laughs> Maybe beehives are like the TARDIS in the Land of Ooh, and they're much bigger on the inside. Maybe. So the first place they end up checking out is like this tiny house, but as soon as they open the door, they see a giant face filling the whole frame. He reaches his arm out, chasing them off. The next place is a tiny birdhouse, but the inhabitant, a bird, gets pissed and throws worms at them. So then they look up at a cloud-shaped like house, and Jake stretches them up into the sky. But there's a cloud couple in bed, and the husband throws a book at them. Then it's off to a beehive. You'd think that the bee would sting them, but instead, because it's the show, it vomits honey all over yeah. them. <laughs> so great. So the next stop is a giant seashell. But when they go in, a frog barfs a tiger at them. They run out, and the tiger joyfully throws down some potion to make himself instant food and fire. <laughs> in like celebration. Throwing, and he's throwing, like, the candy and, like, bursts like fireworks. <laughs> I don't... Okay. All right. Adventure time. So it goes to the two sitting against what looks like a big mushroom, looking exhausted and defeated, and they have a bunch of, like, sticks around, and they start propping sticks against this mushroom structure so they can build a ladder to the top. And then it turns out that this mushroom is a giant dopey-looking bird, kind of like a weird Pokemon, and it starts stomping around, and they're chased off again. Mm, Poor guys. Yep. And as they're walking through some fields, we see the waving snail show up twice within a couple of seconds. Snail Watch, 2018. Snail Watch! Finn's looking super sad at this point. In the song, Pendleton and Marceline give us a little exposition. Oh, Marceline, why are you so mean? I'm not mean, I'm a thousand years old, and I just lost track of my moral club. Oh, Marceline, can't you see these guys are in pain? No, I can't. I'm invested in this very cute video game. So Finn and Jake walk through the Ice Kingdom and, of course, are chased off by the Ice King, who throws frozen lightning bolts down at them from his castle. They hop onto a chunk of ice and float off into the sea. Finn's feeling pretty fed up and really wants to go back home. And I would, too. I mean, the poor kid. Yeah. He's just totally been displaced. And Jake says, Finn, let me tell you a little something about what home really means. Home isn't a place. Let me give you a clue. Home is anywhere where people care about you. And Finn's like, I don't want to lecture. I just want to go home. And Jake just continues, but home is where your heart is, Finn. And where is your heart, Finn? 
Well, it's right here inside of you while I'm sitting here right beside you with your lucky stars to guide you from above. And then there shows a big star. Finn looks up to the sky and sees these two planets just fart out a star. <laughs> and he just instantly feels better. Yep. I would too. It's such like the cliche that Asgardians are... Yeah. Asgard is not Asperg? a place. <laughs> Wait, is it people, not a place? Oh, God. Yeah, that, that catchphrase that they really try to sell over the second half of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Finn says, yeah, I guess. I'd rather be out here wrapped up in your ear than in some awesome house all by my souse. And we didn't point out that Jake had expanded his ear to be a blanket and pulling Finn inside. Oh, that was his ear. I thought he just kind of stretched his neck out to him. No, I think that was his ear. Uh Like an elephant ear almost. Jake responds with, I'd rather be dancing with some babes. So they float into a big cave and Jake's first impression is that this is gross. The walls look like they're covered in fungus. But what we find is it's just a bunch of green bats, and they fly out after Finn and Jake wake them with their voices. And then, all of a sudden, we find out it's immaculately clean. Like they have, like, sparkling. little sparkles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jake and Finn put together a nice little setup inside the cave. It's the coziest cartoon cave I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. All in all, they're pretty happy with the place. And Finn asks what they should do first with the new home. And Jake says, let's trash it and throw a party. <laughs> So it cuts to a bunch of their friends hanging out in the cave with some jams playing. And we also see tree trunks dancing in the water. Yeah. So this is a little mistake because tree trunks is supposed to be gone in the crystal dimension. Yeah. Like she doesn't come back till way later. So fascinating. I wonder if she can come out at will. Maybe this takes place before she disappeared. I doubt it. I think they just made a mistake. Maybe. It's interesting. But anyway, Tree Trunks isn't supposed to be in their dimension. But she's there. Yep. Tree trunking it up. Yep. Happily dancing away in the in a little Sadly, pool. there's no apple pie. We all see, also see Mr. Cupcake dancing away. Yep. And a couple of what looks like jellyfish. So as always, whenever there's a crowd in the show, there's always something weird going on if you're looking for it. So yeah, definitely take a look at that scene and you can see some funky stuff. Finn says, I'm feeling completely satisfied. Like nothing can go wrong. Which is great foreshadowing for what happens next. Marceline comes back. Yep, she, the door flies open and she just comes floating in. She's like, hey, Finn, pretty awesome party you got here. Finn's like, what are you doing here, Marceline? Like, what, 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 what? <laughs> so she lifts a rock and we see the letter M again carved into the cave. And she says, thanks for fixing the place up for me. Finn's like, dude, you can't take me home twice. And she's like, yes, I can. And she starts playing her bass. Finn's ready to throw down, but Jake talks him out of it. Home is where your heart is, remember? Bleep, bloop, bloop, bloop. (laughs) And Finn's like, yeah, yeah, I guess. So he gives in and tells Marceline that she can keep the cave because Jake is his home. And that's better than all of her homes combined. She says, you know, you're right. I guess I'll take him too. She snatches up Jake, threatening to turn him into a zombie. Jake is freaking out at this point. So Finn slaps him out of her grasp. And we know that it was a hard hard slap because there's a little, like, handprint on his face. Marceline flies up to the roof of the cave and says, No one makes me let go of Jake. And she morphs into this huge, giant, nasty-looking bat. So Finn rushes her, but then gets thrown to the ground. She hocks a loogie at her face and leaps up. In midair, he screams, Get ready for an uppercut, you dog! She dodges the attack and slaps him in the fanny. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> then keeps throwing him around. Jake finally musters the courage to 
get involved and flies at her with his limbs flailing about and latches onto her face. And by the way, in the subtitles, it says he's warbling. <laughs> warbling There's a lot again. of warbling. A lot of warbling on this episode. Marceline then grabs Jake and sucks his blood out of him, shriveling, shriveling him into a wrinkly gray raisin and throws him down to the ground. Throw him to the ground. <laughs> Throw it on the ground. So Finn flips out because he thinks Jake is dead and he gives an awesome battle cry. He jumps up and socks her in the face. And this really catches her off guard. She's like, ow, that actually hurt Finn, and starts laughing. Ugh, she laughs too much in this episode. She does laugh too much in this episode. So she stretches her mouth open, making Finn think that he's that she's going to eat him, but then shrinks down to normal size and smooches them on the cheek. Marceline starts to admire their fighting skills and their audacity, and says that she hadn't had a battle that fun in years. So she decides to keep them alive. And then Jake shows up, and Finn's like, aren't you dead? And Jake's like, no, nah, before she bit me, I used my powers to shrink all my guts and blood over to my thumb, see? And it shows all of his weight going to his thumb while the rest of his body shrivels up. And it's gross, because you can see, like, all the little lumps in his thumb. Like, yeah, you know there's so some nasty. intestine action going on in there. Marceline says, you two are pretty hardcore. I can appreciate that. And Finn asks if they can have their old house back. She decides to give it back to them as a gift, and then scares them off with her vampire face. So Finn and Jake are running into the treehouse, but when they open the door, they find the place crawling with inchworms. They all start doing the hypnotizing thing from earlier, like the wah, 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 wah. And Finn says, Did you guys get on the bed? I told you you're not allowed. Then we hear, Oh, hey, guys. And this huge, giant worm who has a crown on his head crawls down from their bedroom. Super freaky. Yeah. He says, Come here, friends. Hug me. And he zaps them with a hypnotizing beam, and they come in for a hug. He's like, oh, yeah, hug me. Then he stares into the camera and is like, wah, 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 wah. It's so weird. And that's, and that's the end. It. That's it. I remember the first time I, see, I saw this episode, I was like, oh, what is that? He's like, what the? Why did it end with this? I just can't even. <laughs> it creeped me out. It was really weird. Why did they end with that? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> this is part of the show's wacky charm. Yep. It's like, it's like they forget that, I don't know, like, we're like, oh, we had this heartfelt, awesome story, and now we're going to end with this really, like, tangential piece of something. Strange art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I love it. Yeah. So, what was your overall impression of the episode? Um, I don't understand what it is with mean girls in this. Like, so Lumpy Princess, mean, bratty, condescending. PB, mean, condescending. Marceline, mean, condescending. <laughs> What the heck, Adventure Time? Girls are not mean. <laughs> there's, some, there's some nice girls in this show. Yeah, like the Slime Princess. Slime Princess? Hot nice. Dog Princess? <laughs> no, like Flame Princess and uh, Susan Strong. Yeah, Susan, Susan Strong, Strong, Strong. Susan Strong is pretty cool. Love Susan Strong. But, but the three, like, there are three main characters, and they're they're kind of jerks, and I don't like that. Yeah, I, can I guess see that. they make good antagonists, though. I don't think they're supposed to be antagonists. Yeah, I know, but they make good antagonists. <laughs> Why do you think she's so mean? What, Marceline? Yeah. No, because she can be. She's a vampire. Yeah, but she doesn't have to be. The song says she's burnt out on dealing with mortals. No, mm. she doesn't have to be. But you know that she turns it around. Yeah, I guess. It's becoming nicer. Hmm. hmm. I don't like it. So, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, tell me about, what did you like about the episode? I love the house hunting bit. Yeah? Yep. I love montages. Yeah. We talked about this last time. Big fan of montages. You'd love Rocky Four. That movie is apparently something like 30 to 40% montage. Really? Yeah, like literally 30 to 40% montage. <laughs> That's a lot of montage. That's excessive montage. 
I don't know. I could see an entire movie out of montage and I'd be happy. You would? Oh. 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 Gotta have it. All right. What's your favorite? What did you not like about this episode? What did I not like? So, I actually, I really like Marceline as a character. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Olivia Olsen's performance as Marceline throughout the series. Mm-hmm. But in this episode, I feel like this wasn't my favorite appearance of hers. Yeah. yeah. If this was her only episode, not knowing where she'd go later, I'd be like, okay. Good one-time villain. I guess I just don't like mean people who bully. Me neither. That makes me sad that she's being bullying to our buddies. We kind of like Finn and Jake quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, we also see an appearance of BMO in this episode. That's right. Another uh, silent appearance from BMO. Yeah. I think his first speaking episode is two episodes from now. I could be mistaken. It might be the next one, but I'm pretty sure it's two episodes from now. Hmm. Okay. I'm excited to see what happens. All right, what was your favorite line? My favorite line was, I was singing my screaming song. Woo! Oh, my gosh. I can't do it. No, you cannot. Not even. But it is really funny. So what was your favorite line of the episode? My favorite line was, reliable rats, which was Finn questioning uh, Jake, because Jake says that his story about vampires is reliable. Oh. And it, like, he, you know, he got from a reliable source. And Finn just point blank believes him and was like, oh man, it's from a reliable source. Dang it. <laughs> it's like, it's like quoting Wikipedia. Yeah. Or starchy. Or starchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, All right. <laughs> so do an impression of a character. Um, your blood is mine, which is from Marceline. And she was going after either Jake or Finn in the cave. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. What was yours? Good choice. Oh, uh, my impression? Yeah. Wow, 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 Warbling, warbling <laughs> the worms. The warbling worms was so funny. I it was know, so weird. It's so out of nowhere and it's, freaky. I know. There's something very disturbing about them. It, oh, it was like it was like seeing the screensaver on Incredibles 2. Oh, with the whole hypnotizing factor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, and there is cat moment of the week. This week it's princess. Yeah, yeah, we got a different cat to showcase this week. <laughs> we'll probably make it sound like we're the crazy cat people in town, but no, we only have two. Thousand. <laughs> One million dollars. One million cats. Well, that sounds like a nightmare. It does sound like a nightmare. Just more than two cats is a nightmare. Oh, I'm all set. Mm-hmm. So this week we didn't have any listener feedback. Um, but we did want to point out that we have a lot of action on our Facebook page. That was really cool. We have a couple people who comment on some of the posts, which is awesome. And we love that. What are we going to focus on that week, next week, Matt? So next week, we're going to do Season 1, Episode 13, City of Thieves. And the synopsis is, when confronted by a tree witch over how uncorruptible he is, Finn enters the City of Thieves with Jake to confront a thief who is believed to have stolen a flower basket from a little girl named Penny. Awesome. Yeah. I love that episode. I'm excited. I've never seen it before. It's a good, you know I say that about just about every every episode for the first couple seasons. So, any last thoughts about this episode? No, it's definitely a memorable one. Uh, This is obviously big for a lot of fans of uh, Adventure Time lore because a lot of it uh, goes into Marceline and Simon's backstory. It does? Yeah. That's... A big old chunk of the show in the future. Yeah, I do know that where they have some of it, but I didn't know that this episode kind of kicks that off. Yeah, it's all oh, you don't get any for like backstory or anything like that in this one, but mm-hmm. you know, it's the introduction of a, a beloved character by fans. Yeah, 
Well, we know, I mean, it's Adventure Time holds on to Marcelina as an important character and really develops her more. So I do look forward to seeing what else we see from her oh, yeah. and, and what else she puts out. She's in it to the very end. Yes, yeah, she is, as we know. All right, Matt, anything you want to plug? Uh, no. Uh, as far as projects right now, pretty much just working on this one. How about you? Um, nothing. Nothing. Um, all right. So if you want to email us any listener feedback, you can reach us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash ohmyglobpodcast. Or kick it to our website at ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. We're also on Twitter at ohmyglobpodcast. And you can rate and review us on iTunes and please do. Oh, one last thing. Um, we disperse our podcast on Anchor FM, and on their app, they have this really cool thing that you can record voicemails. So if you're interested in leaving us a voicemail, we'd love to play it on the show. It'd be rad. We'd love it. So thank you for spending some time with us. Hope you have a wonderful day. This is Amy. This is Matt. And we'll see you later. See you next time. Bye. Bye.